really having a huge belief in yourself and what you're creating and what you want to create in the people that you want to work with and the people that you want to lift up. Like it's, it, it really means the belief for me. I think that's the beyond part. Like I could imagine committing myself to getting up each day, the basic generals of life, just trying to survive really. Um, but the beyond commitment comes to actually believing in the work that I'm creating. I want to see myself and my work and the people around me strive for something much bigger. Empower You podcast is devoted to bringing real world wisdom and encouragement to our listeners. We discuss a multitude of life principles and the process from an economic, cultural, and societal perspective. We believe that through tough conversations and shared wisdom, we can pave the path and leave a ladder for the future. Subscribe to our channel and let us empower you. Welcome to Empower You Podcast. My name is Kibboy Cooper, and I am so glad that you are here. How you doing today? For this episode, uh, we're going to be talking about beyond commitment. That is our topic for this episode. And I want to give you just kind of an idea of where I'm going with this. Um, the reality is... Before we see any results, the results of our commitments, um, we have to continue to lean in, continue to sacrifice, um, continue to um, work through whatever difficulties that we're having. And what I'm realizing is that before you get the results of whatever it is that you truly desire, you always have to overcommit beyond what is comfortable. That feeling, that atmosphere of, of, of being stretched, of being, um, of really feeling like you've extended yourself as far as you can. There's a certain determination that comes with that. And that feeling, that overcommitment, I feel like that precedes your actual growth. It's not the other way around. A lot of times I think we anticipate working a certain amount, we get certain feedback, then we start, and then we commit. No, 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 no. You go far into it, and then you see the results. And that's why a lot of people get stuck, because we want results too early. I've done it myself. And so it's just something that I'm learning, and I think it's worth talking about. We got to start normalizing and uplifting one another when we see someone going down that path. You know, someone is over committing, someone is going beyond just commitment um, to the point where uh, they are determined that, you know, this is the only avenue that they're going to pursue, that, that measure, that dependence on your dream, that urgency, um, is 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 really really powerful. So we got to learn how to support each other beyond commitment. So that's what we're going to talk about. Um, hopefully I didn't get too long winded there, but it's really something I'm passionate about. 
And I got a buddy of mine who's on here to talk to us about it. So if you hear us like rambling a little bit, I'll try to cut as much as I can out of it. But we go way back. And so this is a really, really special uh, interview as well as a great topic for um, my good friend here. So uh, today we have Stefan Whitaker, who is the CEO of SW Films, which is a budding and growing film company now based in Oakland, California, originating from Angola, Indiana. This guy, I don't think I know anybody who hustles quite as hard as this guy. And I think I'm a a hustler. I like to think of myself as a go-getter. But man, I tell you what, you got to have real good friends, man, who keep you motivated and inspired. And this is definitely uh, one of them. So, Stefan, how you feeling, man? What's going on? Man, I love that introduction. That introduction, I know I'm feeling good. (laughs) I love the introduction. I'm doing good, man. I'm doing pretty good. Good, good, good. Thank you so much for being here, man. I really appreciate you taking some time to, uh, to have a good conversation about this, man. Oh, of course, man. Absolutely. I think this is uh, this conversation is right up my alley, too. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, yeah. Yes. So uh, tell us about what you're doing. Um, tell us about your film com- company. Uh, tell us about, you know, your life right now. What's what's Stefan up to? Yeah, man. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you said it right there. I'm the, the CEO and founder of SW Films a growing production company in the Bay Area by way of Indiana. And um, as far as life right now, man, I mean, I just actually got home yesterday from Indiana, um, got back into California, back into the Bay. And uh, now, I, you know, it's, it's a big shift in energy, I feel like, coming for me this time. Um, a lot of work has happened the beginning of the year, and a lot of work will continue to pour out for the second half of the year now. And um, even just a lot of personal things, too. Might be moving into a different part of the Bay now by by myself Mm. and uh, just continuing to get more clientele here in the Bay Area for SW Films, um, as well as just being a part of some really awesome productions that are happening in the Bay, whether it's, you know, corporate stuff, you know, for like the tech companies out here or there's a lot of big movies coming out here feature wise um, and just, you know, more music videos possibly you know so a lot of cool stuff is going down for sure right right now life is pretty good life is enjoyable life is uh you know is still a task as always but you know um a lot of cool stuff has been happening for sure it's wild to me (laughs) to think about where you were two years ago oh man yeah 24 months man (laughs) <laughs> it's, it's not, absolutely crazy. It's not even a long time at all. And yeah. so to see you go from talking about moving to Cali uh, to then planning it out to now being out there, going through an entire pandemic only to be like going strong on the other end of it. A lot of people would have backed up, man, and just come back to Indiana and been like, man, the gigs dried up. Ugh, I'm going to have to restart, you know, blah, 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 blah. You didn't do that, man. Why didn't you do that? You know, it's crazy, man. I mean, yeah, last year was uh, was a crazy year for all of us, you know. Uh, for myself, 
it did seem wild because you know i was like okay i'm, I'm in a new place i'm i have all these new opportunities all these cool projects like when i moved to california in late 2019 i worked on a lot of pretty cool projects you know i mean right before i had moved you know i worked on big sean single again music video in detroit which was incredible still one of my favorite productions of all time and then i worked when i got to when i got to bay, the bay in uh october 2019 i'd worked with pinterest i worked on a little promo video for steph curry um which that was really cool and amazing i, I worked on this feature film from like december all the way to june this like small uh low budget feature but that was amazing i was the key pa on that that was really cool and then next thing you know um you know february rolls around and you know i got a chance to work on two really really gigantic movies matrix 4 and and, and venom 2 and then work with draymond Green. Oh, a bunch of stuff like wow <laughs> a lot of names wow drop, come on man yeah, i hear you he didn't say <laughs> big sean steph you curry know. draymond green <laughs> What was you know, it, Venom and Matrix? Venom 2 and Matrix 4. Yeah, I worked on all those in February. And it, I mean, it was just, it seems like I was really getting the uh, great uh, welcome to the Bay Area. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, the pandemic happened. And uh, then, yeah, everything stopped. I, I didn't work for like six months or something like that. Oh, at least not God. on a film set. Um, I was doing DoorDash for a little while. And honestly, I give it to like DoorDash and I give it to just doing what we all did during the pandemic but just we kind of just sat down you know what i mean <laughs> I, I give i give it to that man i think sitting down a little bit and just like kind of refiguring out what the plan was kind of got me through it as well as doordash as well as having that opportunity to still be making a slight bit of money you know being somewhat of a, i wouldn't really call it an essential worker but i mean i guess kind of an essential worker people needed food and i delivered them food you know whenever i wanted to whenever i could um, so that helped out a lot, but also I just didn't want to give up the, I didn't want to give up on what I had set out. Cause I had plans and goals that I wanted to set out when I first got to California. And, um, while yes, some of that stuff changed for sure because of the pandemic, I just felt like I still wanted to stick to it somehow. I still wanted to run SW films somehow. And, um, you know, even though SW Films, my first year in California, wasn't like, didn't do too much. The biggest thing out of that was I made my second short film of all time, Sweet Mirage. Um, so that was amazing. But um, other than that, man, I mean, yeah, it just really just, I just kept kept my head to the, to the, to the, to the pave, pavement, you know what I mean? Just said, hey, I'm gonna keep going no matter what, you know, and just, you know, however, whatever kind of deters me off, the, nothing's really gonna turn me off the path, but just, you know, continue to, keep that goal in mind the, the bigger picture keep that in mind what comes to mind when you think about you know being beyond commitment you know because you, you literally lived through a pandemic and did not lose sight of your goal some people are never going to pursue the career that they had prior to the pandemic they're done so yeah. and i'm not knocking anybody okay i'm not knocking you I think a lot of people are doing whatever they need to do to get themselves back on their feet. And I am not here to judge you. But what we are talking about is the idea that you can be beyond just committed to something. So much so that you withstand <laughs> everything life throws at you just because you just can't let it go. 
Yeah. So what what was what's the first thing that comes to your mind when you think of being beyond commitment? Man, I mean, I think for me, I think it goes even further before the pandemic, honestly, like when I think about beyond commitment, I just think about my entire time going through this industry and going through, you know, working professionally as a film filmmaker and stuff. So like for me, uh, I think when I, you know, me growing up being from Angola, Indiana, um, you know, there's not, there's not a whole lot of people wanting to do this type of work, you know what I mean? Or the idea of being an entrepreneur we're growing up in Angola, the idea of that was so foreign. Like people didn't know, like nobody was an entrepreneur. You know, people wanted to continue to work those regular nine to five jobs or those factory jobs or, you know, stuff like that. Like, and it, for me myself, I just, I never could see myself in those positions. I worked three regular jobs in my entire life. And like, I hated those jobs. I hated all three of them, <laughs> you know? So like for me, I felt like running my own business and collaborating with people on creating really cool, awesome, you know, stuff that could honestly be very benefit, like monumental and, and special to people, you know, internally and stuff like that or externally, um, I thought was really a, a much better thing. So for me, like beyond commitment, it really just means like really having a huge belief in yourself and what you're creating and what you want to create and the people that you want to work with and the people that you want to lift up like it's it, it really means the belief for me i think that's the beyond part like mm. being committed to something just in general like i could i could you know if i didn't have the minds that i had now have now i could be committed to probably working at mcdonald's for however many years and i did yeah. work at mcdonald's at one point <laughs> you know and i wasn't committed to that but like I could imagine committing myself to getting up each day, going there, knowing, you know, the basic generals of life, just trying to survive, really. Um, but the beyond commitment comes to actually believing in the work that I'm creating, you know, working at McDonald's or working those regular jobs. And I don't want to knock on anybody that works those actual those jobs because people have to do those jobs. But um there's a lot of people who work at those jobs that don't believe in what they're doing or at least they don't they don't care for what they're doing like they're they're not trying to be the owner of that franchise or nothing like that there's you know people you know there's not always a lot of people that want to do that stuff for me i want to see myself and my work and the people around me um strive for something much bigger you know what i mean so i think yeah. that's just what it is i've, I've always be i believe in myself more than anybody else will believe in myself. You know, I got to be my own cheerleader half the time, most of the time. So it's just like, that's right. you know, being beyond commitment, I just make sure that at the end of the day, how well do I believe in myself? How, like, do I really like be critique? You know, I be, I'm critical of the stuff that I do too, but in, in a real authentic and, you know, way, I don't really try to strive for too much perfectionist, perfectionism, all that kind of stuff. I just want to make sure that what I'm creating has it has a place in the world you know yeah. what i mean yeah you said so many things there you said commitment is one thing but being beyond commitment is 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 something greater it's you know the belief that you truly are serving a purpose and so it doesn't matter the circumstance um mm -hmm. or how it presents itself you know there's you can absolutely be committed to anything it could be the right thing it could be the wrong thing 
you know, but being beyond just the idea because you could have moved back to home, back home or back to Indiana rather mm-hmm. and said, I'll just be a filmmaker here. You would be, you would still be committed to being a filmmaker, but you believe intentionally, intensely that you're supposed to be where you are in that environment, you know, and that's different. You know, a lot of us can modify or will modify our choices in our life based off of circumstances, based off of resistance. And um, resistance never stops being there. A lot of times we modify ourselves or we settle or we change our plans because of the resistance we're encountering. But the resistance is not going to change. It may give you some gratification that now all of a sudden, Um, The resistance is not as in your face, Mm -hmm. but you're going to have resistance even when you're settling, even when you're not believing, you know, that what you're doing serves a purpose. Even when you're not committed to that belief, you're just committed to doing, to being. Um, And that's that's an entirely different ballgame man. that that belief is so critical, man. Um, And and. I resonate with that when you said that that was that was really really great yeah man a lot of my i guess experiences and stuff you know as as a creative you know i've seen people who who want that instant gratification and i feel like as creatives sometimes we do no matter what even at this time now uh there's times where i definitely want instant gratification (laughs) but at the same time um, I realized that that there's a there's a process to everything and not every single process is supposed to be short, you know, short winded or nothing or even long winded. Like, you know, there's the process is how long it's going to be, you know, like from from the jump. So, um, yeah, no, absolutely. I think being beyond commitment is is really kind of looking way further than what you like what you believe in just in your career but also what you think about personally in your life too you know you have to almost kind of really at least from my experience mesh a lot of that stuff together just in the way you think the way you sleep the way you eat all that kind of stuff but it has to kind of go beyond that you know what i mean yeah you you just you just touched on something you know that i hadn't really thought about earlier um you know as far as our commitments Um, being formed by our environment more times than not Um, and so we have to be beyond just committed to being to existing which is what maybe your environment dictates or going back and forth to work which is what your environment dictates which is you know there's any number of commitments that we just default have but that's Mm -hmm. different um, than truly believing in yourself and a certain mission that you have that goes beyond just normal functions, that goes beyond just status quo. Um, And you saying that, you know, your commitments to things can be often shaped around what your reality is at the time, not necessarily your preferred reality. So seeing, seeing your commitments through to a larger vision, to a larger, um, uh, purpose, you know, that is where that belief comes in. You can't take up that much room unless you truly believe in something or yourself. And so, you know, I, I, I had not really associated the two until you said that. It's like, yeah, your, your commitments are absolutely tied to 
the environment that you grew up in or the ideology, the philosophy that you uh, that you followed um, in your formative years. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's, absolutely. That's really great. What's been the biggest realization that you've had about your own belief? When did have you have you frightened yourself at all? Mm. Because I yeah. think sometimes I can scare myself with how committed I can be. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Like I've been doing film professionally now for five years and uh, most of that five years has always been freelance work. So like, you know, I don't belong to a, a certain entity. You know, I run my own company, um, but also at the same time here in the Bay Area, you know, outside of SW Films, I'll be a production assistant on different things or, you know, work on other different departments. Maybe might be a camera operator somewhere on different projects, but usually that's all freelance work. So it's basically like after every single job uh, or after one job, say I work a job for like two, three days. After that job, I'm basically unemployed until the next job. So, you know, it's, it's kind of crazy to think about that, but uh, it's, it's crazy to think how committed I am in that realm because it's like, wow. You know, um, it's very like it's it's very easy to it can be very easy to give up on this type of job if I if I didn't have my mind set the way it is. Like I could easily give up, I could stop working, I could say, you know, I don't want to get up and do that job today. I could sleep in every single day. Um, I could eat hella junk food, I can do all this stuff every single day and just give up on it that that quick. And I could settle for certain things, you know, like there's certain things in my life where I'm like, you know. I just want to settle, get a girlfriend, start a family early, you know, and just, uh, <laughs> you know, just work a job that would be very easy to, you know, easy to bring in the, bring in the, you know, the money, the bread, all that kind of stuff. But, you know, that stuff can be kind of scary because it's like, wow, I realized how easy, it is, especially when I was living in Indiana, because in Indiana, I wasn't making near as much money as I'm making now. But also, like in Indiana, I was in much more of a comfort zone, you know, uh, I was living with my mom back home. My, you know, had all my friends and stuff from high school around me. Um, I was in the areas that I grew up in all my life, you know, all my life at that point. So it, was, it could have been so easy to just latch onto what they do. But the thing is, is like, I never, I never was into the, you know, the follower type of thing. Like I wanted to, you know, do my own thing and 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 lead my lead my own way and all that kind of stuff. So. I, I was just lucky that I didn't fall into that trap back then. But now, you know, I don't really have a comfort zone here. Even though I've lived here for a year and a half now, that I, don't, I haven't built up a comfort zone just because, you know, the Bay Area is so expansive. There's so many different cultures. There's so many different opportunities. Big, big industry here. And it's just like, you know, being too comfortable would be a huge mistake, <laughs> you know, no matter what out this way. But as far as being like overly committed, being scared, yeah, I think I've been more scared of that because of what it maybe has done to my personal life you know i feel like my personal life i lack a lot more of that than i do in my career life and i'm starting to realize that especially this year like sometimes i feel like now i'm starting to realize that you know i'm a little shallowish i need to know i need to you know. know you don't get to skate over that man yeah I, like what, shallow what man. you mean like shallow i think shallow in well one in relationships i think shallow just in terms of maybe who or what i'm interested in i mean i'm interested in a lot of different things 
but I think maybe when it comes to the certain things that I'd rather for sure, like in reality latch to, whether it's just like a relationship with somebody or, you know, maybe a certain type of food. I'm, I'm definitely like shallow with the food. I'm not a, I'm a picky eater. Um, there, you know, just certain things, just certain life experiences. I'm starting to realize like, man, you know, I only have a few little things that I like. Um, but when it comes to career wise, you know, work wise, like there's a million different things that, you know, I, I like to, well, not even with work too, even just with shallow, shallow with some work. There's only a certain type of, I, I do music videos, commercials and films. Um, and that's kind of it, you know, and I, and I, I feel like that part is fine, but when it starts to bleed into the real, like the, the personal side, it's like, oh man, then that's when I realized that, you know, I'm not really focusing too much on my personal life and I'm just only focusing on what the work can do. And, um, yeah, yeah, man, it's, it's, it it can be scary for sure. Man, you're preaching to the choir, man. You're (laughs) preaching to the choir, man. I feel like I've done a lot of sacrificing and I'd do it again. <laughs> That's the thing. I would do it again. You know why? Because yeah. I truly believe beyond what is comfortable um, that I'm doing the right thing. Absolutely. And I believe that that by itself, along with my work ethic and my commitment, are going to open up doors that I couldn't have even thought of. So the things that I do feel picky about um, you know, those are all growing pains, you know, and, and I would say the same thing to you, man. Not that I'm, you know, a therapist, nor do I play one on TV, <laughs> but um, I can see you playing one on TV. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I think, you know, we grow into that, right? You know, yeah. we have to go through a weeding out phase. There are some things, especially, you know, after some of the relationships I've been in, I just will not accept, bro. I just For won't. Real. There are some foods just not going to eat there's some jobs i'm just not going to do yeah i've just yeah. reached a point in my life where um i believe i'm supposed to be doing certain things and so that's what i am attracted to Absolutely. and so those are the things that i'm also drawn to because that's what i'm becoming so i don't think there's two i mean don't get me wrong i i I agree with you with the whole you know you gotta figure out how to be as rich personally as you are um fulfilled in your career i think that's a that's there's some balance there you know the pandemic definitely kind of told on everybody on that aspect but (laughs) um yeah (laughs) yeah but but i think it's that commitment right i believe there's going to be an answer to that through this journey that i'm going through because it affects everything if you allow it to you know your belief system affects everything the way that you believe you can get more clients you manifest better clients the way that you believe you can be more open to a relationship that same belief that you just exercised is now going to make you that much more susceptible to better things so i think the one kind of feeds into the other even though it kind of looks i mean you still got to be intentional right but yeah i think uh, over time it will even out if you remain intentional a lot of times um that beyond commitment can get out of control that's why i asked you about that you know do you ever scare yourself because for me sometimes i'm so determined i just i just know and you know i'm ready to do whatever it takes now 
The enthusiasm is fine, but sometimes you don't have to go the absolute hardest route to get there. Like that part was unnecessary. You just put yourself through whatever. Like I had a discussion about uh, leaving a job I was at once. I was like, man, I'm about to quit this job, bro. And yeah. a buddy was like, why? I was like, because I hate it. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm doing this and things are going well, yada, yada, yada. He was like, well, why don't you set a date? And then once you get a date to do, uh, you, you you work up to that point, you accomplish whatever your savings goal is or whatever like that, and then leave. Don't just go there tomorrow and put in your two weeks. Like you haven't even thought about this long enough to really, you know, and that's what I mean when I say, you know, you can, you can, you can scare yourself because the yeah. belief is not the problem, but there's some tact to the how you can go through life. And sometimes, <laughs> It can get a little, a little edgy, you know. Yeah, just sometimes you may maybe not think, like think quick enough or think well enough in in certain decisions and stuff like that. But um, even just like, I think it goes into like you know sometimes being into a whole different realm. Like sometimes, I, what I've noticed about myself in the last few years is being more of. I'll be in this dream realm to where it's like it's nothing but the work it's nothing but the future that i'm thinking of like and then i forget about the reality of like where i'm at in certain situations like financially or in certain relationships with certain people i'll forget about that because i'm stuck in this other realm real quick of mm -hmm. dealing with what i'm creating and you know as a filmmaker you know as a film director and a writer which is my main thing that i do in the industry is like i have to be in those realms a lot of the time you know, especially when I'm planning on, you know, creating something or uh, I'm thinking about the future all the time, you know, I'm, I'm kind of thinking about, I'm in that realm to where I'm only thinking about uh, those different stories and yeah. those characters and the world that I'm trying to portray, which is, you know, usually based around realism, but based around a lot of surrealism too. So I have to take myself out of that sometimes to remind myself like, okay, Stefan, you need to pay off that debt. <laughs> you need to build your credit up. <laughs> <laughs> you need to, you know, get an oil chain. You need to get food. Like those Man. things is what scare me because I'm in that dream realm all of the time. Like I'm a dreamer, one thousand percent. And sometimes I need to get yeah. myself out of that, uh, you know, to kind of put myself back on focus. That can be. I think that's probably the scariest thing for me is like sometimes, like being too stubborn to to reality. Yeah. Um, yeah. Being too stubborn to reality is, is a big issue that I have sometimes, for sure. Today is the day and now is the time. If you have a good idea, good intentions, and are looking for a way to get audience and to get your great message out to the world, I encourage you to start your very own podcast. You would be surprised the amount of folks who are waiting to hear your content. My name is Kidboy Cooper, and I have been an audio engineer for the past seven years years and I am offering one-on-one -on -one coaching to help you get through the beginning stages of creating your very own podcast. Please reach out to me and let me know how I can help you. My email address is empoweryoupodcast at gmail.com. We offer one-on-one -on -one coaching, a live masterclass, and even a 10-module course that will take you through the entire process of creating, producing, and distributing your 
podcast to your very own listeners. This is a great avenue to connect with your audience and to connect with people who are in need of your voice. Again, reach out to me at empoweryoupodcast at gmail.com and let's get your podcast started today. Being able to bring that stuff from that dream realm to the reality is is the whole point. You know what I mean? That's the whole thing that I'm trying to do. But yeah, it all it all takes time and being self-aware uh is is like is i really think that was the first step really being self-aware and once again the belief system we all have certain default commitments and sometimes the commitments that you grow up with are not serving you anymore they're not helping you anymore they may be even hindering you they maybe have transferred or translated into bad spending habits, into bad emotional habits, into bad drinking habits, into bad whatever. Um, we we all have commitments. We all do. So for those of you who are listening and you're just enjoying, you know, I want you to start thinking about the commitments that you have. Commitments to yourself, commitments to your family, you know, even a commitment to your dog. You know, they expect you to do something and you do it every time, right? That's a commitment. So doing an audit on the commitments that you have in your life can tell you a lot about where you're going and what kind of life you can expect to have based off of the things that you're committed to now. So my question to you, uh, Stefan, is just how are you navigating? How do you navigate detrimental or toxic commitments honestly man observation (laughs) that's one that's always been one for me is observation and what i mean by that is like i see what i see some of the other detrimental commitments that i've seen other people in my life take on Mm. and realize that oh those those that commitment wouldn't play well for me Mm -hmm. you know um whether it's drinking habits smoking habits you know spending habits now spending habits little different (laughs) yeah man that gear is expensive bro yeah the gear is expensive and not only that but like living in the bay area is expensive like now that i'm back home you know i'm thinking like when i was home just a while ago in indiana like you know i wasn't really having to like i was staying at my mom's place so i didn't have to make you know buy too much food she's making some food um you know what i mean like now that I'm back, I'm like, dang, I'm thinking about what am I going to eat tonight? And I know I'm probably going to have to eat out because like I'm going to have to buy all these. I got to buy hella groceries and stuff right now or not right now, but eventually. And I'm like, man, I don't feel like making no food inside. Uh, well, you know, all that different kind of stuff. But detrimental commitments. I mean, for me, I have to look at it from a, a realistic lens. You know, I have to think to myself, well, one, as a black man, what kind of these, this commitment what could this commitment mean for me just in that term just in that that lifestyle you know and uh making sure that you know i don't do anything to you know to to look crazy or to you know to you know um blur like you know my vision my knowledge of certain things um but really i just i I like really observation i feel like a lot of the commitments that i take on right now in my life are very beneficial, very needed. Um, there's a few commitments that I do, I think neglect a little bit, you know, and that's more in the personal realm. But um, I just make sure that like, the commitments that I have to take care of, like I make sure to stay on top of those. And I make sure that I don't, I don't put too much noise 
around me mm. so basically like that's a really good basically one. yeah like basically what i mean for that is just like sometimes i'll get so busy with a million different things and then i'll end up making those detrimental commitments to something like because i wasn't paying attention to to certain things so what that means is like i just sometimes i'll live a boring life <laughs> which i know people hear that and, and think what does that even mean like you're doing all these cool things yes those products are really amazing they're really cool but like outside of that like i'm not i'm not doing nothing crazy you're not gonna see me at the club you're not gonna see me at the bar drinking and taking shots with the homies all the time or you know i'm gonna make sure that i'm in the house half the time i'll be in the house either editing and if i'm not if, if i'm not working at the house i'm probably gonna be watching youtube you know watching movies or you know chilling like i'll make sure to live a boring life until i can get to that you know get to that point where i'm trying to get to the bigger picture to where i can you know give myself you know what i what i definitely deserve what my family deserves but just not too much noise you know i, I make sure not to like you know drown myself out with just unnecessary things you know um unnecessary meetups with certain people like you know i'm always down to talk to different people but sometimes i'm not going to waste my breath on a certain conversation or a certain argument or anything like that you know um so i just keep you know keep that stuff to the keep that stuff to the side um and just focus on on what's really important so really just drown it like you know pushing out all the noise observing observing some of the other people's commitments that you know um i realized wouldn't be good for me and uh just keeping focus on on you know a few things at a time you know i think adding too much commitment all at once can be i think is, is a very is a very that's detrimental honestly that's really very detrimental just adding so many different things all at all at once and that's actually something that i've approved on improved on a lot this year um I haven't been rushing myself as much as I used to. And I think it's because I started to finally realize to myself that there's no such thing as perfect timing. Um, I said that on one of my uh, one of my posts about SW Films, that there's no such thing as perfect timing. And that really helped me out a lot because I realized to myself, like, you know, from the pandemic, I was like, yo, I'm going to get this movie made and this movie made and do all this, all this kind of stuff. And then I'm thinking, I'm thinking to myself like, yo, it's only, I've only been here for almost, I've almost been in the Bay now for two years, and two years in October, and it's just like, it's just taking time, you know, it's taking time. Like, there's no, I'm not supposed to at this moment have this certain thing get made or, or meet this particular person. It's taking time, you know, and it's it's not trying to rush out all of these ideas and all of these creations and projects all at once. It's it's taking time, you know, like. So that's kind of how I, how it helps me, you know, stay away from those those negative commitments, those detrimental commitments that could, you know, really just hold me back and slow me down. What's your suggestion to someone else on how to um, how to be beyond commitment, how to believe beyond commitment? You know, you you just talked about how you know you just said a lot of very good things. You know, keeping the noise down. It's very difficult to maintain belief when everybody is just speaking something different into you. And maybe everything you watch, every all the news, maybe your friends, maybe music, everything is saying something different. And so when you close that down and you start reading more books and you start listening to more audio or maybe more podcasts or get a mentor, like somebody that will continue to help you stay congruent 
you know, consistent in whatever your thought pattern is, I think it's so much easier to manifest results that way. Yeah. So, you know, you talked about getting rid of the noise. I want, again, you know, to anyone listening to this, think about all of the different things, influences that you have. Think about your commitments and now think about the influences that you have. There's going to be some some ties in between there. And so if you're wanting to change your life, if you're wanting to do something different than what you've already done, you got to check and see what you're committed to first. But then also you have to figure out what is speaking into you, what is adding to the dialogue in your in your in your thoughts and in your heart and in your spirit. You know, that's what he's talking about. Keeping the noise down. Stop being so engaged in everything else. You know? Yeah. That's a di- yeah, that's man. difficult, man. That's difficult because you feel compelled to always be on the scene. Or at least I do. Honestly, like, don't be afraid to miss out on stuff. Mm. Like, people, people have FOMO, fear of missing out. And um, it's crazy. Like, my, my ex-girlfriend, shout out to her. She she told me straight up. Yeah, she straight up told me like, yeah, she has FOMO, you know, that she has that. And I'm just like, I never understood it just because when I was in college, matter of fact, like I would go on Snapchat and see all my friends doing all these little fun things, these little parties and stuff like that, you know, and most of the friends were either back home or maybe they, you know, were in college, but they were back home on some of these little vacations and just chilling out with all the friends and at that time, I remember missing out on some things because I was all the way in Florida. I went to Full Sail University. And, you know, when I, I remember close to my time graduating college, I was like, you know what? I, I, I honestly, like, didn't like the idea of going back to Angola because I realized that, yo, half the stuff that a lot of my friends were doing at the time was just stuff that I thought was a waste of time, like a complete waste of time. And, you know, it was it was so much noise happening for them. Yeah. I just, you know, for myself, I said, I don't, I don't want that. Like I, I was one of those people. And I think, I think it's one of the things in the 48 laws of power. I could be wrong. Um, but like the idea of like, I don't want to just be somewhere all the time. So people just get used to me. I don't, I don't, I don't like that feeling yeah. where people can just get used to me. Like I, sometimes I want to make it a privilege whenever I get in whenever people get a chance to see me or whenever I pop up around people, I want that to be a privilege. You know what I mean? So for me, it was just like, I was never afraid of missing out on anything. Like, I don't like, oh, I missed out on this certain party or this certain event. I don't care. You know, it didn't, it probably wouldn't have benefited me if I would have showed up to that thing or if I had been put my focus on that, you know, and that goes, that goes not only just to personal stuff, because I feel like for me, it's always been personal things. Like I never cared about, oh, I want to go out to the bar with the, you know, with the homies and take a drink. Like I had a friend right before I left who, uh, who wanted to invite me out to the bar to take a shot with him. You know, it was like a day or two before I was getting ready to leave. And I told him straight out, I said, no. Like, I'm not going to spend my last few days here at the bar, you know, just, you know, and yeah, like, you know, from the Snapchats, all oh, it looked fun. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, I'm glad I don't need to go to that. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't need to show my face to that because it's not, it doesn't do anything for me. You know, yeah, I could probably see some interesting people and have a conversation, but in, in reality, what is that going to do? Especially, especially in my life now. You know, maybe back then I would have enjoyed that, but now I don't. But in in personal in workspaces too, sometimes there's like there's people who want to work with work with you or work with me, and 
And sometimes it's like, nah, I don't want to, I don't, I don't need to be involved with that. And I think I'm starting to really realize that now, you know, I'm, I'm actually kind of limiting a lot of my work that I'm going to, like, as far as client work that I'm going to be doing back in like Fort Wayne and, and Angola, mainly just because the prices, the budget that a lot of people have are very small. Mm-hmm. You know, people, people want to work with me a lot now back home. Now that they're seeing a lot of the stuff that I've been doing, but they still can't afford me. So it's like, I can't. You know, I can't I can't keep working with y'all when it's just like when the prices, you know, when the when the budget they have is super low. But um, there's like certain people it's like, man, you know, there's certain people that would be like, oh, it'd be a cool person to work with or, you know, you know, whatever. It'd be cool to go out to that event and actually talk to that person. But I think to myself, like, you know what? Yeah, it would be it would be cool, but I'm not afraid to miss out on that. A perfect example, too, about noise or just like fear of missing out um there's a guy named rory kramer i don't know if you've heard about him but he's uh rory kramer has done a bunch of stuff he um he's from i don't know where he's from exactly but he's he's done a lot of stuff for like justin bieber and and all that kind of stuff um and he had his own little show on mtv he's a videographer who lived at clear lake indiana which is basically fremont indiana and i remember when i heard about justin bieber coming to angola at the, at the venue, the bar up there, I was hella surprised. I was in college at the time. It was like 2015. I'm like, what? Justin Bieber was in my hometown? Like, that's some pretty big shit. I was like, that's crazy. But, and then when I got home, a lot of people was like, yo, man, you should work with Rory, Rory Kramer. You should meet him, all this kind of stuff. And I was like, yeah, it'd be great too. But at the same time, I didn't have that interest all the, all the time because I think a lot of people were just thinking like, oh, you meet Roy Kramer, that's your ticket to, to to doing big stuff. Yeah. And it's like, nah, man. No, I got my own way. I made my own way. Um, and no disrespect to Rory or nothing like that, but it's just like, you know, I, I didn't have that interest and I didn't take that path. I didn't I didn't reach out like to 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 say what's up like that. You know, so um that was kind of it, you know. And if I did reach out to say what's up to him. I'm not asking, hey man, can I work with you? No, I'm just saying. I, the only thing I've been interested in is like, yo, how did you, how did you get your start? That's it. I don't really interested in being in the same spaces. If we're in the same spaces, it's clearly off of uh, coincidence or clearly off of you know purpose. But you know, other than that, nah. So I would say for people, don't be afraid to miss out on stuff. I mean, it's don't be afraid. Like, not every single event, not every single like get together, not every single you know little moment you know that seems like it could be fun for you personally or fun for you business wise sometimes those things aren't going to be super beneficial and and they'll end up probably slowing you down a lot of times so i've always just stated that like i don't always need to go out and do this and do that and be mixy with people like i don't i don't have to do that um you know and that and i think that just also comes based off of my like personality sometimes i feel like a little bit i'm a i'm an anti-social extrovert word to come to <laughs> That's a great description. That also also helps out. That also helps out being anti-social extrovert. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, in 10 years, most of the stuff that we're worried about, not going to matter. Exactly. Not going to matter. I was listening to a clip from Rick Ross, and he was talking about that. He said, in 10 years, nobody's going to care what clothes you were driving or what car you had or, you know, how many, you know, how much fun you had, whatever. They're going to look at what you built around you. Who benefits yeah. off of that and what it's worth? Right. You know, and 
for some of us, we're designing our lives based off of things that are not going to be important in 10 years. You're designing your whole life around hanging out with your family, your people, whoever those people are, you know, and, and it is very important that we be mindful to design our lives based on things that are going to still be significant 10 years from now. Yeah. I mean, and if we don't, if we're not willing to, well, then we're forfeiting the future that we could have. You know, and that's where that beyond commitment. You're still committed to getting up every day and doing life, but not in a way that is intentional and that is, is vibrant enough to sustain you. I don't know. Everybody needs different things. To you all who are listening to this, you might completely disagree. We are just talking about what that looks like for us uh, and sharing some things. So what would be your number one suggestion to our listeners on how to live beyond commitment or in belief, not just commitment? That's what this should say. Belief versus equipment uh, versus commitment. I might have to... We'll, we'll see how this goes but yeah yeah i think man you know uh really i mean before i get into what i would say the advice would be i just remember this kind of goes into my one of my first pieces of it of it real advice and i think this kind of goes maybe within the industry that we're both in um but like i i remember i mentored like three different people like i had at least three different times i mentored people and I was with these people for a little while. My first person I mentored wanted to be a model. Second person I mentored wanted to be an actor. Third person I mentored wanted to be an actor and a model. And uh, and then well then the fourth person I mentored it's actually four people. The fourth person I mentored actually wanted to be like a YouTube star and and all that kind of stuff and singer all the, all these different kind of things. And all four of those people that I mentored they 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 ultimately it was ultimately a failed experiment mainly <laughs> mm. because the very first thing i got from every single one of them is that they wanted that instant gratification they wanted the they, the very first thing that they saw when it came to those particular types of jobs was the gold the glory the the you know all the all the great stuff that comes with being you know those kind of industries that, those kind of jobs right but they didn't realize how hard it would be to get there. And, you know, I would say, you know, cause I, I have something in the works plan that I do want to like kind of help people out with, you know, um, about actually just going for those particular industries, you know, in a creative field. But a lot of people, when they look at being a, a singer, an actor, uh, a model, they think that they're going to be rich instantly the moment they start doing it. They don't think that it's going, they don't think that it's going to take them years to get to it. Mm. I've been doing this stuff for five years now. What it, what it looks like to some people, because some people are very, you know, not, not too knowledgeable about the specific work that it is that I do in the industry. Like, yes, I worked on Matrix and yes, I worked on Venom 2 and I met all these cool people, met Keanu Reeves, drank with Woody Harrelson on Venom 2, a bunch of cool stuff I've done. But like, don't get it twisted. I am not financially set to where I will just, can just be comfortable and happy and I will be happy when I can get my mom a home or a car or can can make my family feel comfortable to where they don't have to worry about lifting a finger to help me out anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, oh yeah. In the moment where 
help myself out and the moment where I can just like get up and just like you know not do whatever I want but I can get up in my own house that I own and watch sit in my own movie theater in my home you know like there's certain things like that is where I, like where I know where I'm like financially set yeah and where certain things are, are really happening um you know and I and I realized like I think the moment I realized that this industry was going to take me a long time to get to where I want to be because yes I'm, I'm in a great spot but I'm not where I want to be absolutely not I'm far away from that truthfully um but I am but I'm, I'm definitely close to to, to 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 I have my foot in the door but I'm not fully in the in the building just yeah yet, you know? <laughs> yeah so, man and it takes you know, time so, yeah, it takes time. Like I said, I'm five years in, and I think I'm, I'm trying to think to myself what five more years will look like, and I have an idea of what that will look like, you know. But the thing is, is don't look for like instant gratification. We all want that. I still want that in, in in a lot of cases, but I have to understand that, yo, not. I can't look at this job, in this industry, in this career as. I'm going to get rich right off the bat. I don't think about the money. I can do this job for free. I've done this job for free. Still, I've done free gigs literally this year. I've done at least one or two free gigs. Um, you know, like I can, I can do, I can, I love, I have my, I have passion for this job. So that's one. Um, building up a, a real genuine passion is a big one. And then understanding and really believing yourself cutting out the noise there's gonna be lots of people that do not believe in your stuff and there's gonna be a lot of people that who love you who, who claim to love you that they do not believe in your stuff there's people to this day that they may still see what i've done and still may not believe in me and that's fine or they don't or they don't support publicly and that's fine those people whether they're family or friends i don't want to say i don't care about them <laughs> but i, I trick I, I, yeah i, I don't care about <laughs> I don't care about what I don't care about what they think about me or if they don't support me. And but I don't I, they're they're close to they're almost close on the on the line of where I don't care about them. But uh yeah, I don't. I don't. Like I, I just I believe in I believe in me. You know, I, I think about I think about what I want to do. I feel I look at my future in that dream realm and in that reality realm and I and I find a good balance between both of those. Um and like I said, I cut out the noise. I think that's the biggest thing. I cut out the noise as much as possible. And I really believe in myself to the point to where like, to I believe in myself to the point where like, I can think about the future, like the, the stuff that I want to create and the stuff that, and, the, and how I want my life to be to the point where I'll, you know, I'll get tears, I'll get teary eyed damn near of just like, I can really envision it. You know, like I drive, I drive to the Oakland Hills, like in, in gen, I think in life, I would probably want to move to the Oakland Hills at a certain point when I, when I, when I get that money that I plan on getting, I drive over there and just envision where my house could be, envision what the life would be like, you know, take a stroll from, oh, this is where I would live at, take a stroll to the spots where I would go get groceries or the spots where I would go do this and go do that. Like I try to put my dream realm my practice, my my future dream realm where I want to be, I try to put that into reality where I'm at now and, and, and scope it out. Like I'm like I'm a damn video game or something. I, I that's how I kind of go through life sometimes. I go through life as it's, you know, as it's somewhat of a video game. It's a con it's a challenge. You know what I mean? And, and it really is a challenge, but at the same time I don't I try not to take it too seriously all the time. I try to just live life and not burn myself out. Um 
but I mean, I think my my biggest advice once again is is do not don't don't get you know. I guess the best way to kind of sum it up is don't 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 try to go through life thinking that you're just about to. I want to say strike gold, but especially if you're doing something in this career path, you have to understand that there is a path that you have to take. And that path is not going to be three, four steps and it's over. It might be a hundred steps. I feel like I've been on the hundred steps and I feel like I have 1 million more to go. Man, that is a bar. You have to be fine with that. That is a no, bar, man. He said, it might not be one or two steps. It could be a hundred steps and you have to take every one of them. Yeah. And I think that's that's so true, you know, especially when we think about instant gratification and the dopamine that we get. Before I started this podcast, I was, I'd done a bunch of other things, you know, like I had started that YouTube channel. I had an entirely different, you know, online offer. You know, it took trial and error to figure out how I could really serve and what was going to be most authentic to me. And once I started to really do the things that I felt were the most authentic to me, things started to change. You know, but that's because mm-hmm. I positioned, I put myself in that through all of that prior to. I believed way before it was making sense. I believed I was beyond committed way before you know there was any notoriety that went with it before there was a podcast with a nice logo before there was any of these things i was still committed way 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 back then and that 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 right there you know for your audience you know you already believe something that much you just may not believe in yourself that much you may believe that life will disappoint you that much and that's why it keeps disappointing you you may believe that you know life sucks that much and that's why life sucks you may believe that you don't have the talent to do whatever it is and that's why you may not have developed a talent to do whatever it is that you're thinking like we manifest what we are into the world and it comes yeah. back to us. Mm-hmm. I posted a video on on uh, Instagram, and I had a buddy who said, "Hey man, you know, like your caption's too loud or something like that." And I was just like, "Okay, I mean, I'm gonna post another one soon. Doesn't really matter, you know." And I don't think it was any ill intent. I just know that I'm gonna keep doing this regardless. So if that one was slightly out of balance, okay, well, just check it up as a loss and keep on moving, you know, because. It's all about those thousands of steps. You just got to keep taking steps. And before you know it, you'll have so much behind you already. You know, so um, before we roll into the thought exercise, I just want you to 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 think about this. If you're as you're listening to this, you know, you are already beyond commitment to something. You just have to decide what it is. You have to uncover what it is. And once Mm -hmm. you realize what it is that you have been committed to, then you can make a decision to change that commitment, change the agreement you have with that thing, with that idea, with that belief. And that is what can help you move beyond that. Because a lot of what I'm noticing is that, you know, we already have the determination, the willpower. It's just 
some people enjoy, you know, doing drugs more than they enjoy um, working hard for something, you know? And it's, it's just a commitment. It doesn't mean that they're any less of a person. It's just your priority is not something that's going to serve you long term. That's the issue. It's not because you're a terrible human or, no. You just have a certain relationship with this that allows you to be so committed that you make it work every time. So what if, you know, and you can apply this to whatever it is that's going on in your life personally as a listener, what if you were just as committed to yourself as you are to trying to meet your boss's approval, as you are to trying to live up to your parents' standards, as you are to trying to live up to the standards of your church? What if you were just as committed, if you were beyond committed, beyond believing in yourself, that you actually showed up for yourself the way that you show up for other people? It could be completely different. It could be complete. Nothing we're talking about in this, in this, in this podcast, in this episode, have we, none, none of this is novel. It's just what we've chosen to believe. And that belief has manifest into really cool stuff, into some really great, unique opportunities, you know, to work on with movie stars. And like, you know, that's some that's some cool stuff, man. Like you like are at the fountain, man. You know, it's like there's nothing wrong with that, man. I'm proud of you, you know, and I think it just shows the things that you're committed to. So I think that's yeah. a task for all of us to decide and to determine, well, determine, then decide what you're actually committed to. Because you're already committed. Don't tell me you can't do it. Don't tell don't don't allow yourself to think that because that too is a commitment. I remember saying that to one of the people I was mentoring. Like, don't tell me. I said, don't ever talk to me saying that you can't do this thing. Like, don't tell me that you can't do it. And don't tell yourself that you can't do it. You know what I mean? I think another thing that i forget that we i think we forgot to mention is failure also is is also a huge thing that people have to understand is going to happen on on your path there's gonna be a lot of failures but there's also it's also gonna equate to a lot of wins big strong wins you know like one little failure will come back to make you to have a ground stomping you know win you know what i mean so um I think a lot of people have to not be afraid to fail. There's too many people who think there's a lot of people who get so a lot of people I've met a lot recently who just they're sometimes they can get very egotistical and think that they can just do anything and they can be good at anything and they think that they might never fail. But when they fail, it kind of hits them internally hard, you know, pretty hard. And it's like I, I, me, myself, I'm not going to say, look, I, you know, I'm not just going to hop on a piano and be like, no, I'm Stefan Whitaker. I know I can do a damn piano. No, <laughs> like, I no, I know I can't like self-awareness. I'm aware that I have certain things that I can't do. You know what I mean? So um, I never just uh, I never try to act like I can just do anything in the world and like and just win at it. No, that's not how it is. Um, even even if I try to practice at it, I realize I'm never going to think that I can just do this one time and be good at it after that. You know, no, there's always there's always a process to those certain things that you want to get yourself involved in. And you have to understand that failure plays a huge part in those processes, but also failure is a huge part of life. And you have to accept that, you know, you have to accept that. And you have to, you have to really, you have to learn how to make failure feel good. 
if that makes sense. You have to learn how to make it not feel like it's always a punch to the gut every single time you fail. Like, nah, like a failure should just be like, you know, it's like, you know, whatever. It's just like, it's a lesson. It's a lesson. It's not, it's not a, it's not a complete like disregard of, of, of who you are and the type of, you know, stuff that you, that you're able to do. It's just a lesson. It's how it, it it's it prepares you for what's what to do the next time around. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. I completely agree with that. I completely agree with that. That's yeah, man. Failure's like the buddy system. Yeah. You know, it reminds you to, to lock your car doors and to put your seatbelt on and you know yeah. it's, it's it's the 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 reality, the gravity that goes along with every one of those 1,000 steps. You can't even make the steps if you don't have any gravity. If it's not a constantly present, you really can't have any type of momentum. So it's just all part of it, you know? And that's the, our beliefs, our commitment to our beliefs about ourself will tell us more about failure than the failure itself absolutely yeah. you know it'll tell you stories like oh this is why this happened when you were a kid because blah, blah 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 and this is why nobody likes you and this is why and it's just like that's not even what the failure was saying but it's just because of what you have going on it displays itself that way i've noticed this about myself you know i'll go through something and you're just like beating yourself down i'm like wait this doesn't even have anything to do with anything yeah. It's just a, you know what I mean? Like, and so you just kind of got to, you know, catch yourself. We over here preaching, y'all. Sorry. Oh, well, I'm not sorry. But, you know, I told you this was going to happen. I did give you guys a warning before we started yeah. this episode. I really did. Okay, listen. So we're going to do a thought exercise uh, with my buddy Stefan, and then we're going to let you guys go. Thank you all so much for listening. Um, the email for Empower You Podcast is empoweryoupodcast at gmail.com that's what it is so if you have comments you can put them in the reviews you can also leave us a five star review while you're there but you can also email me tell me what you think I would love to read your letters uh, your emails on a podcast and just connect with you some more come on over to empower you podcast on Instagram or on Facebook Um, I think there's a Twitter one out there too I don't use the Twitter one very much but come on over there talk to me tell me what you think i was reading some reviews this week and i was like wow i want to hear more about you the listener and what you like and what you don't like and what you think and what you don't think let me know i'm i'm happy to to invite you onto the show um to talk to you about some things that maybe you got on your heart so um yes we're gonna do a thought exercise um, in just a moment here, but I'm going to talk about a program that I offer while you prepare your thought exercise. Okay. All right. So, um, as most of you all know, I'm the founder and creator of empower you podcast, but what you may not know is that I have a program where I teach you how to start uh, your podcast to create impact and income with your podcast as I have done and as I work with my clients to do. So in this program, um, I provide both pre-recorded content and live 
coaching and Q&A sessions where we go through everything. I mean, topics, type, logo, um, platform, audience, uh, recording, production, you name it. We go through all of it in this 12-week program. And I want you to go to www.workwithkidboycooper.com and schedule an appointment, a discovery call, so we can talk about getting your podcast started. If you are a business or aspiring business owner and you're looking for an opportunity, a way to gather your perfect client, your listener, in such a way that you can serve them and offer also offer them something that will solve a problem for them, I think podcasting is your answer. I know podcasting is your answer based off of well, the things that are happening in the market, the things that are happening in my life and the things I'm seeing happen with clients. I'm really, really happy to be able to offer you a free discovery call where we can talk about what the next steps are for your podcast. It doesn't mean you have to work with me, but I do want to give this out as a resource because um, you guys have been good to me and I want to make sure that I'm good to you. If you know somebody or you yourself want to take advantage of this offer, let me know. Again, you can go to www.workwithkibwaycooper.com. This will be in the show notes and I hope you will go ahead and go and get on the calendar. My calendar tends to fill up. So make sure that you go ahead and schedule your free discovery call. And if we decide on that call that this is a good fit and that you want to work with me, um, then we can maybe get that stuff started. I will tell you I am not a free service and I am not a cheap service, but I value results and I get results. So if this is something that's interesting to you, go ahead and go to the website. It will be also in the show notes and we can go ahead and get your discovery call started today. And if it's not interesting to you and you just, you know, need some help or need some insight, that's cool too. I, I really want to see you create your podcast and I just hope you'll invite me on. That's all. I just want to be able to hear about your podcast. So, um, again, thank you so much for listening. And, um, Stefan, are you ready with a thought exercise? I think I'm ready. All right. <laughs> All right. So something that some people can do, I have at least three things. And this kind of goes from mental to emotional and probably physical as well. I would say the first thing that would be mental. Well, actually, the first thing that would be kind of all of these things is to take take a week off to do absolutely nothing. Um we go like as human beings we do so much in our lives we do so much with with our work and stuff to try to like you know work you know uh to, to work through things and all that kind of stuff i know for myself when i was working recently in indiana i had three productions that i had to do they were all pretty close to each other and i had to do a lot of stuff you know a lot of people think oh just, you know just go up and film no I had to create call sheets for every single shoot. I had to create talent release forms for every single shoot. I had to create shot lists for every single shoot. I had to make sure that what kind of equipment I was using, I had to make sure what kind of crew I had and what kind of cast is there. There's so much different stuff that had to take place in all three of these productions. I'm like, wow, I need to take a break. So I took an entire week off, didn't do anything. I slept in almost every single day of the week. <laughs> I had a few little work things to do. But um, I slept in. I didn't do didn't do much at all. I caught up on hecka YouTube videos, hella YouTube videos. 
and but you know just i took a week off i didn't do anything literally did not do anything i i didn't have to think about work i didn't look at any of the footage i didn't do a damn thing and basically what i mean is take a break we have to understand that you know we love to grind it's great to you know work from sun up to sundown and all this kind of crazy stuff but truthfully we cannot be the best we can if we don't take care of ourselves physically mentally and emotionally um but you know we can't we can't do all those things if we don't take care of ourselves so resting your body resting your mental is so so important and i'm starting to realize that more i'm starting to like plan out when i'm going to take breaks honestly <laughs> like i never used to plan to take a break i usually just took a break you know maybe if i got too tired or whatever but no i'm starting to plan out what it is i'm taking breaks you know like i'm i'm literally traveling somewhere every single month for the rest of the year um so a lot of the traveling has to do a lot of the traveling is more personal stuff a lot of weddings this year um but and every single time i travel i'm taking breaks you know i'm taking breaks um i you know so that's kind of how it is so take a break one that's more mental mental uh thought for a thought exercise is uh try to and this is more of like a film thing i would say but try to when you write certain things down one thing that i've been doing a lot is i'll get the scripts of a certain movie and while i'm watching a movie i'll read the script at the same time so i'll try to see like well what did they was everything that was planned out in the script did that translate on screen and a lot of the times for some of the story, movies I watch, it is. And then a lot of the times it isn't. So what I start to realize now is, you know, a lot of people don't probably do this, but I, I know a lot of people that do is a lot of people journal, right? They'll journal about certain things that they're thinking about in life um, that's on, been on their mind or whatever. And sometimes I feel like a good exercise, certain things that you may write, just figure out how that relates to your real life. You know what I mean? So like, as I'm watching the movie, I have the script you know either on a phone or, or, or print it out and i'll go along with it you know as the movie's going so in life i think certain things that you have maybe journaled about say if you're journaling about a certain situation you have going on at home you should maybe as you have that journal there you should kind of look about your situation and kind of figure out how certain things translate you know it kind of goes back into that manifestation and and just you know kind of um self-reflection you know, and all that kind of stuff. Like, just figure out how these certain things play out in your life, you know, just um, all that kind of stuff. And I think that works most for me, mainly because as a writer, you know, I, I do that a lot. But uh, I think that's a good mental exercise is just kind of writing, writing more and, you know, translating those things on paper into reality. You know, it kind of just goes into that. And then an emotional exercise, it's not going to say it's an emotional, but don't be afraid to like you know what i tell people a good thought exercise that helps me out in my commitment is is being vulnerable being vulnerable is is huge i am like i don't, I don't want to say i'm the most vulnerable person i know because that wouldn't be true but i am i am a pretty vulnerable person when it comes to a lot of people i mean people if anyone's ever heard my album no sweat pimp that i released very vulnerable project <laughs> you know uh, my entire life, you know, right after I graduated college is on there. 
and beyond that, you know? So being vulnerable is super huge. Don't be afraid to be honest about certain things, feelings that you have in your life. For instance, one thing that maybe I'm gonna mention a vulnerable thing for me right now, right? Like I've noticed a lot of people when I was back home in Indiana, you know, starting to get into doing like film stuff. And I, and Kiba, I'm sure you probably noticed it too. There's been a lot of people doing videos now, like people who were rappers who are doing videos. <laughs> you know and and i honestly i i keep it real man i do not like it i don't like it i love that people are doing film i love that film is getting more attention but i for some reason it, it gets me mad because of a few things like one i'm just a very competitive person so when i see certain people do certain stuff i'm like oh here's another person i'm gonna have to just headshot and just get, <laughs> get off get off the street you know now uh, but then it's also like i'm a I, I hate how certain how people treat the art of film it's like, yo, the, the art of film is being smothered by just this random ass type of stuff. And, you know, sometimes I feel like it plays a lot maybe into my insecurities and then also to my ego and a bunch of different stuff. So that's me being vulnerable, I guess, <laughs> you know, and, and just being realistic about it, you know, <laughs> just me being realistic about it. So I say, man, you know, be don't be afraid to be vulnerable and open yourself up about certain things <laughs> you know don't be afraid to open yourself up to certain things like don't be afraid to put yourself in positions that where you feel like it might be tough to tough to really delve deep in your emotional stuff like i'm in i'm in therapy and therapy's been great you know what i mean and like i started therapy straight off just with personal issues you know what i mean and just like dealing with a breakup that i had i was mainly just starting off therapy with that and to me, all of that stuff helps. Being vulnerable in that space, learning how to be more vulnerable in therapy, and then once again translating it into outside of that outside of that world where it's just me and my therapist, I realized of how that stuff can help me, you know. And and I think being a vulnerable person, not necessarily being a vulnerable person, but learning to be more vulnerable with uh, in different situations, it has honestly been my greatest strength. You know, I say vulnerability and create creativity is my is my two greatest strengths. And I think that's what's helped me commit, be over overly, overly commit. You know, it, it's helped me commit a lot being vulnerable, you know, because to me, it real, I realize that I'm being my authentic self when I can do that. Um, and, and, it, and it helps me take it helps take me a long way. So um, those are my three things, um, you know, take a break, do nothing on your breaks sleep in on your breaks do nothing and uh write down your thoughts look at how your thoughts translate to reality and then once again learn to be vulnerable learn to to be comfortable in your emotions learn to be comfortable with who you are and and the the circumstances that you're put in and um and realize how that plays to your commitment for whatever it is that you want to do mm. He gave y'all three thought exercises. Talk about overachieving <laughs> this guy. Listen, man, those are great. That's great. Uh, that's that's those are all things that um, I really need to work on. So uh, you may not have been saying those to me, but absolutely. I told you guys I do these thought exercises. Y'all think I'm playing like I do these thought exercises. I take them seriously and I believe um, just allowing myself to be vulnerable enough to let people tell me or, or speak into me, um, you know, maybe something I can add to my arsenal of, of tools 
has really helped. So I hope you guys find some value out of these thought exercises and I hope you'll stick around. You know, we got way more content coming, more great, incredible conversations. So share this with somebody who you care about. You ain't got to share with everybody, but share it with somebody who you care about. Um, because I believe that that's true. That's the real gift um, is to be able to give our lived experiences uh, to others in order for us to get better and not repeat the same issues. So thank you all so much for listening. Thank you, Stefan, for being here, man. Um, tell us where they can find you, your latest projects, how they can follow yeah. you, man. Like, uh, your work that you've been doing is dope, man. It's so dope. So, yes, please tell them all about it. Sweet. So um, y'all can follow me um, on so Facebook is just Stefan Whitaker. It's S-T-E-F-O-N. Whitaker, W-H-I-T-A-K-E-R. Um, you'll find me. You'll see me with probably a camera in my hands or something crazy. Um, then you can follow me on Instagram. You can follow my production company, SW Films, at SW Films Production. Um, and you can follow my personal page on Instagram, uh, Arkel96. That's A-R-K-E-L-9-6. I post a lot on Instagram, so Instagram is definitely preferable. Um, and you can also follow SW Films on Facebook as well and of course sw films on youtube and vimeo um that's where a lot of my work is posted you can check out all through the playlists i've, I've posted playlists of all the different projects that i've created in music video realms commercial realms and also the miscellaneous projects that i've worked on as far as bigger projects that you can find um of course things to look forward to i i do plan on putting out my third short film at least pushing it into film festivals this year i'm gonna start to actually gonna be releasing uh, posters and certain trailers and stuff about the short film pretty soon so keep an eye out on that um, my third short film is called black rose wanders i actually shot that in indiana right before i moved to california in 2019 and it's going to be finally coming out so at least being pushed out into film festivals so um, i'm very happy about um, about that and lastly of course um, i did get to work on an awesome project called blind spotting um, this movie uh, that was shot in Oakland, California, or this TV show, excuse me, this TV show called Blind Spotting that was shot in Oakland. Um, there's, it's based off of the movie called Blind Spotting, which was also shot in Oakland that came out in 2018. And I got a chance to work on it earlier this year. And it was an amazing, amazing experience. I got to meet so many incredible people and I got to really get a great introduction to Oakland and the Bay Area. It was so beautiful. Um, so, so beautiful. So, Please do watch that. It is on Stars. If you do have Stars or the Stars app or whatever, go watch it. It comes out every every episode. I think comes out every Sunday. Um, the first episode is already out. So if you did get it, if you did miss it, go you know go check it out on Stars. Uh, it's called Blind Spotting. It's it's an incredible show, um, and I think a lot of people, a lot of people, it's it's, it's going to be amazing. So um, yeah, but yeah, get, give me a follow on all those. Go subscribe to my YouTube channel and, and follow Vimeo page and follow me on Instagram. Once again, it's SW Films Production and Arkel96 on Instagram. Follow me there. That's where a lot of my stuff is posted. So, and of course, you know, the, the slogan does always stand at SW Films, every vision made with cinematic excellence. That is something I strive for every single time. 
Uh, so subscribe to me because we got some projects coming out. That's awesome, soon. man. Um, so I did not realize. Well, I guess I did realize this. This is interesting. I was just watching. There's a someone I follow on Instagram who's actually one of the writers of Blind Spotting. So they, I, I'm sure yeah. you guys probably cross paths or something. That's really interesting. Super small world. Um, Crazy. Yeah, man. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> listen, Stefan's one of the hardest working people I've ever met in my life. Um, and uh, I wish you all the best, man. Thank you so, so much for taking some time. Okay. You guys go follow his stuff. I mean, uh, he's, a, he's a good, he's a great guy. And there's going to be a lot of really cool projects um, that he's going to be working on. And, you know, you got to stay connected. You got to stay connected because yeah. you just never know when an opportunity is going to come up for you to meet somebody or for you to get involved in something that changes your life. And, you know, when you're sitting at the table with somebody like Stefan, you just have no idea who he knows in the room. So, um, yeah. (laughs) Thanks, man. Thank you all for listening. Um, And we will talk to y'all a little bit later. Peace. Empower You podcast is devoted to bringing real world wisdom and encouragement to our listeners. We discuss a multitude of life principles and the process from an economic, cultural and societal perspective. We believe that through tough conversations and shared wisdom, we can pave the path and leave a ladder for the future. Subscribe to our channel and let us empower you.